And we are live. My name is Ridwan. And I'm Jacob Lai. Fo, my co-host for today, no. <laughs> I'll still be hosting today. And this is our InSync Live episode 9. And today we are extremely honored to have Jacob Lai with us. He is a guitar tech and <laughs> the founder of Echo Inox. Who are one of the most exciting things to have to happen to Singapore, in my opinion. He founded Echo Inox when he was in university. And... Since then, now they represent more than 25 international brands and are quickly becoming one of the biggest guitar stores in Singapore. Indeed, indeed. Thank you, Red One. <laughs> wow, the way you put it out like that, man. <laughs> almost cried, almost cried. Because <laughs> one thing also is that you guitar tech. That's right. Because I was reading your, the bio you sent us. Yes. So, but in, during the day, he runs Equinox. Mm. By night, he repairs guitars. Yes. Do you sleep, man? I Very little. <laughs> But it sounds a bit like Batman. <laughs> yes, indeed. In the morning, uh, basically, Equinox is uh, e-commerce. So okay. I run it with a small team. Mm. Uh, there's a graphic designer, then there's some other demo artists, this admin, yeah. So at night, I will get back to my uh, <laughs> man cave, as some of my clients put it, because it's really quite messy inside. I see, uh, I see. But it's an organized mess, yeah. So I'll get back to repairing over there. And... And then sleep. Uh, sleep is actually, you know, uh, we, uh, I know we're just like maybe five minutes in and I'm digressing already, but there's this thing <laughs> where um, it was a research by some university whereby you actually don't need like maybe eight hours of sleep straight away. Mm-hmm. You could split it into like maybe three, three hours right? at night uh, mm. and then like one in the afternoon, one in the evening, that kind. So essentially, mm. you think about it, you end up having five hours of sleep, but it's as if you have eight hours. But that's not today's topic. <laughs> but do you do that? Yes, I because accidentally started doing that. Because ah, yeah. it's like REM yeah. cycle, you get one full Correct. one, and then I understand this. Oh, dang. Okay, yeah. yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No, we will, we will, <laughs> let's keep going this way. Don't worry about it. <laughs> My mind works that way. So <laughs> Awesome. Ah. Just link it all back. <laughs> one, one, I think the first question I like to start with always is share with maybe the audience your personal mm. story as to how you got here in an abstract sense, you know, to where you are today. Okay. Yeah, firstly, hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, I, I, m- most of your viewers are probably coming from InSync. Maybe some from Equinox we've been pushing for quite a bit. Wonderful. So, hi, guys. If you don't know who's behind Equinox, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it Pedal, Pedal Bing, is it? Pedal Bing, it? yes. <laughs> Pedal <it>. Bing. <laughs> okay, how it started. Okay, this is a funny story. And, and, Honestly, Radon, this is the first time I'm sharing the full story oh, yeah. on Instinct Live. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's exclusively for your event, really. <sighs> because uh, a lot of people have asked me, like, how did Equinox start? Mm-hmm. And I would tell them different parts of the story, depending mm-hmm. on the situation, like how much time or which part is more interesting to this person. Mm. So here's a full story. When I was in third year of university, I was playing in hall. I was quite active. And I got into the best band of the hall okay. for 10 mm-hmm. minutes. For 10 minutes. <laughs> I got fired. <laughs> Basically, I had... <laughs> you got fired from a gig it didn't pay? Uh, no, no, no. It was just, uh, they were recruiting one more guitar. Uh, okay, then I was okay. trying out. Okay, okay. Then I, I got in yeah, for like really 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that band very vividly. Uh, and I even remember the song that got me out, uh, got me kicked out. It was Amy Winehouse. Valerie? Yes! Yeah, yes, yeah. Radio. <laughs> it was a lot of offbeats. Yeah, yeah. And my rhythm was very bad. 
Okay. okay. And I, I, I went, I got in for 10 minutes and then I, I was set. Oh, so, uh, but I'm still very close with a lot of the members inside. Yeah. Because it's a small hall and mm. we know each other. So anyway, since then I realized, hey, uh, I'm, I'm not going to give, give up. Okay. I love music. If I can't play, I'll do something else. Mm. And that's when I <laughs> ventured into guitar tech. I found like this uh, mentor actually wasn't very useful because he was very scared I would steal his clients like open okay. a shop opposite that kind I see so uh, I was with him for less than a month and then uh, I went to venture out on my own mm. uh, and then at the same time although I wasn't playing very well uh, a lot of people have been telling me like I can dial in really good tones mm. like my ears are good uh, not not in the sense of pitch <laughs> mm. like I I can't, I don't have relative pitch or the, but I could dial in very nice tones like this for distortion this for overdrive this for blues this for jazz mm. oh you want some bass down here that kind so I ventured into effect pedals and then um, eventually I, I thought that uh, you know to get pedals like to buy them on re- uh, from, from some of Singapore's music stores don't want to name them <laughs> it's, mm. it was really expensive at the time mm. So I started asking myself, is it really, do pedals really cost that much? So that's when Equinox began. We wanted to bring in pedals at an affordable rate that everyone can have access to. I see. Yeah. That's 20, 2017. Was that, was that the yes. first year of operations in a sense? <laughs> yes. In the, in the three and a half years. Yeah. So and this is the last year of university. Wow. So, no, I, I had one more year to go. I see. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. Four Dude, years, right? It was tough, man. Yeah, Trying right. to juggle this. And uh, yeah, so every time uh, when finals came, then my sales would dip <laughs> because I'm not there. I see, I see. Yeah, it was really tough. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And because, it, it, was it purely e-commerce at that point? Purely e-commerce. Your oh, house was this, yeah. was the We We warehouse. started out uh, selling pre-orders yeah I see. so we had no inventory I see, I see and some people were willing to wait most weren't and then uh we began expanding from there yeah. from that one product <sighs> boom now we have 25 friends. no amazing amazing yeah, I, I know right? I'll, I'll touch on that in a bit but the question is what what degree were you studying for in uni oh i was doing physics and applied physics okay yeah okay. Uh, in a local university it's oh that was also one of the hardest period of my life. <laughs> we learned a lot about quantum physics, yeah. nuclear physics, and, and don't don't ask me. I, I cannot remember a lot. <laughs> like, I borrowed that information from my prof for two years, uh, four years, and then I returned it back to them. <laughs> <laughs> it was just on loan. Eh? Yeah, yeah, on loan, on loan. Okay, so this kind of relates yeah. to my question. Mm. How was that degree in any way influential in you now running Equinox? Do you think... Mm. Or even in the way you are now? Okay. Uh, honestly, uh, a lot of people have asked me that as well. So my response is always that um, the academia, the content wasn't my biggest takeaway from university. Mm-hmm. It was really the friends and the character building. So university four years is actually really rough, really tough. And you have to interact with a lot of people to work together. Mm. So it built up a lot of resilience and a lot of communication. Mm. And uh, there were a lot of leadership roles la, that I took, uh, which I am still using to this day, you know, to lead my team when doing Equinox. Yeah, content-wise, uh, I would say to a small extent that there is, 
there were a few topics on like electricity and the prof did a good job linking it back to electric guitars he he oh, was an wow. electric guitar player I remember brilliant yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. oh I remember that I loved that mod so much it was about acoustics and stuff okay oh so uh, but, but that only did a small part mm. uh, in, in helping me for the rest of the journey it was really a character building so if anyone out there you you just finished poly just finished NS and you're wondering whether you should go uni or not because that's the topic nowadays right yeah do it always I pay? will be I think. yeah yeah do, do I get a degree or do I start a business or that? I would say both is fine. Honestly, both is fine. Uh, or rather, let me correct myself. Either is fine. Uh, both are fine. Grab, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, just take any path and go down. Yeah. You're, you're reached the... You're reached somewhere that you'll be happy. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that you said get a degree or start a business I think for mm. most people is get a degree or start work oh yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> I'll, I'll prod you a bit about that mm. is it, has that always been your frame of thinking that you would start a business um I would say yes yeah so since a very early stage of my life I realised um I'm a very self-driven person mm-hmm. and uh, I don't always think the same as other people mm. but it doesn't mean that either of us is wrong yeah so I like to do things my way, which I think is better. So uh, that's why when I recruit people, I tend to try to see whether they have the same uh, vision as me. Because if they think the other way, then it's going to be very difficult. You know, Inefficient, right? Correct. After Inefficient, all. yeah. So yeah, and that's why I, I have always thought about starting my own business. I see. Yeah. Well, I guess Equinox was... Uh, it's a miracle. I managed to merge my passion mm. and my work. It's really a blessing. Yeah, I'm very thankful for it. Now you've worked for this, eh? You've worked for this. I have, I have. I've seen it grow. I've seen it. Oh, grow. is it? I mean, I I tell you this. I follow the randomly or message you stuff as well. I'm like, wow, it's, wow. Was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm quite random that way. Thanks, man. <laughs> was this was this your first business venture? Uh yes, indeed it was. Oh, amazing. And it was tough. So. Uh, of course, I was in the third year of uni. Okay. I didn't have any money, so I had to borrow from my parents. My mother was like, yeah, so, uh, you finished your study first. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're going to lose all my money. <laughs> <laughs> typical Chinese tiger mom, you know. Tiger mom. Yeah, but my dad, on the other hand, was... Uh, so she went to my dad and, and said like, hey, you know what, your son asked me for money. Then my dad was the one who went like... what. So do you give him? Why do you give him? <laughs> My dad believed in me. Yeah. I see. Yeah, and and I think that's love, right? Love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, honestly, I am very thankful for it. So eventually, uh, I borrowed from them, and one year later, I broke even, but I still kept the money because I wanted to expand it. Because mm-hmm. the second year, I returned to them with interest. Oh wow! And the third year, by the third year, this is three and a half years already. We were self-sustaining already. Yeah. Wow. Next year, you're gonna buy them a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well I, I think you probably will ask this later on but I'm just gonna uh, slot in this this Go one line it. first this industry music retail is not gonna make you rich so mm-hmm. maybe not a house maybe a Lego house <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe a good dinner ah yes, yes. Right, a Michelin yeah, star restaurant and yeah what <laughs> <laughs> is that too much is that too much uh, I was thinking just a really good Tsar place who do <laughs> Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, 
Nice. It's so nice to hear about your beginnings in this way. Because now I'm painting it better. Because you have told me in spurts. Mm. Oh, not yes. this whole timeline <laughs> from the beginning. Now I know like, oh, okay. You've always thought about starting a business. Yeah. And a question I have for you is because you, you also a guitar tech, mm. right? How does mm. this inform your selling of gear? Do these things have any kind of a counter interaction almost? Uh, yes. Yes. Honestly, definitely yeah, a yeah. lot actually. So, um, like a lot of times when people come to send in their guitar, mm. so it usually starts like that. They they have some uh, grievances about their guitar. They mm. want it to be brighter. They want mm. it to be uh, angrier. Yeah, those those are the words they use. I, I want my guitar to really shout at me. And I'm like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> And I'll go like, oh, okay, maybe change the pickup to some Andy Timmons one, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And um, after we change it, change the guitar, we, we chung here and there and, and modify it. And they go like, hey, I'm still not getting a tone we want. Then I'll tell him, okay, we've done everything. We, uh, we've given the best specs for this guitar already. Now we look at the pedal board. Because mm-hmm. if they went to somebody who doesn't have knowledge in pedals and tech, you know, you could be bucking up the wrong tree. Yeah, maybe you go to a tech who don't know about pedals, then he'll just mm. keep telling you, okay, let's change this pickup. Ah, oh, it doesn't work. Let's change another pickup. No. For me, I, I'll straight away tell you, that's the best you can do for this guitar. Mm. Now we look at pedals. And then we slot in, and then boom, he gets his tone. He goes mm. like, this was what it was in my head. Mm. And oh, I tell you, Radon, that is immense satisfaction. Now this is... Because yeah. something <laughs> just clicked for me, that you are thinking about every element of the chain... Yes. For an instrumentalist. Correct. And because you have expertise now in mm. every element. Wow. It just yeah. clicked for me because I didn't <laughs> think of you that way. It's a whole picture, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, I, I guess uh, it's a whole circle, really. It starts from the guitar all the way to the pickups, the pots, mm. the caps. Oh. And then we modify our tone towards what you want with the pedals and mm. then the amps, all that. Yeah. Even the tubes of the amp. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah, I have done my homework, so I know. Mm. Uh, if if you're lacking some mids here, which part we can modify in this mm. entire circle to get the mids back? Yeah, very Things interesting. Like that. <laughs> it's like tone consultancy. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you know uh, it is. It is. Except I don't charge. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, so that's the other, the other thing I was gonna mention. It feels mm. like you're doing this as a byproduct of the things you do. It is. You know, out of like, okay, I'm just gonna share this with you. That like, yeah, this is a guitar. And then also you can do this thing outside of your guitar. Mm. To supplement your, your tonal needs or Correct. things like that, right? Correct. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just clicked for me. I didn't think of you this way. <laughs> awesome. Because awesome. uh, for the viewers out there, he has worked with musicians in the scene. Yes. To refine their sound. And I think he has worked on this level for many of us. Uh, From yes. cables. Because you even make your own cables now. Yes, right. Yeah. I, I almost forgot to bring this up. Oh. Also, cables. Cables affect tone. So many people do not believe me. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Red One. You're one of the solace cables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, endorses. Yeah. Ooh, I feel So, honored. yeah, man. Uh, yeah. You know, different cables will affect different tonal range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it's true, you know. Sometimes they go like, there's some tone sucking. I've changed the patch cables I've changed the effect pedals I've mm-hmm. added a buffer here and there still missing yeah it's the instrument cables yeah it's pretty interesting you're, you're a problem solver that's what it is uh, on many different levels yes that's one way to put it yeah I guess <laughs> actually it's very interesting because I don't think we outwardly label 
musicians or people who are techs and mm. problem solvers this way mm. for tone, you know, for tone. Mm. I want to <laughs> talk to you about this eventually. Yes. Like imagine if you were, like you know how there's a vocal coach, a tone coach. Ah uh, yes, yes. Yeah, just random. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> wait, but back to the topic. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you about being being a music retail store entrepreneur. Mm. In Singapore, mm. Mm. how has that been, man? Because I mean, we in Singapore know all the big companies, yes, and the small companies also. Yes, I don't think I should mention names, but <laughs> how has it been for you mm. as an entry point? First, how do you find your entry point, mm. and how has it been since then? To twenty five brands now. Yeah. Wow. Hey, thank you for this question, man. This really brings me back. So when we first started out, there weren't many small shops like us mm. mainly the big shops and they have monopoly that's why they were marking up the prices so much which yes. we were so unhappy about and then uh, we came in and I wouldn't say we undercut them mm-hmm. we just really brought it at a more reasonable price that everyone could afford uh, so the entry point really was um, actually there all along it was just that nobody uh, knew how to enter and Honestly, it's not a very lucrative industry. I have to emphasize this again, <laughs> man. If you're looking to like buy your Ferrari, right? No, don't don't yeah, come and sell feathers. Selling feathers won't get your Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. The, just last month, I bought a Lego house for my really really a a Lego, Lego house for my nephew. Okay. That, that's probably the extent of <laughs> this business. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I digress. You know, I love talking to you. We always digress. <laughs> I have this cool. thing. Also, yeah, yeah. So many things. Uh, yeah so the entry point was always there and I took a leap of faith Mm -hmm. Uh, but I did not see it as a business not then not now even Mm. Uh, it was always a passion hobby thing but it just grew a bit big with the help of everyone (laughs) yeah so uh, yeah Mm. like I said even today it's a passion hobby and um, being a a, like retail shop in Singapore you asked how it was like right okay Singapore is infamous for the rental fees and mm-hmm. all the overhead costs, right? So from the get-go, I knew we weren't going to have a shop. We would never have a shop. Right. Yeah. So we started out e-commerce and I wanted to stay that way. Mm. Uh, so I, I, you know, in some conversations with some of my entrepreneur friends, I always say, I envision like in 10 years down the road, all shopping centers will be just uh, food and games. Mm. Yeah, there'll be no uh, retail stuff there. Everything will just shift online. Yeah, okay, maybe not ten years, maybe twenty years. Yes. I think that's the end goal of all this. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, with this end goal in mind, I start out e-commerce, and I am going to stay there. I will never open a shop, uh, at Peninsula. You know, mm-hmm. in the county. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, we recently opened a showroom. That was because we found a need that a lot of you guys want to test the pedals before you hear them. And mm. and it's perfectly logical. One pedal is 300 bucks. Some are 400, some are 500. Of course, you want to plug in first, right? So we opened a really small and cozy showroom. You've been there. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Love yeah, it. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, people just go in and plug in and play whatever they want. It's, it's awesome. And I always emphasize when people come over that this is a showroom, this is not a shop. So I'm not going to sell you anything. Mm, yeah and I think I you experienced that as well right oh, yeah, all yeah, I did yeah. was just keep plugging in pedals yeah, for you it was so fun spent hours there yeah I only tell you the price if you ask for it but I'll never tell you like oh this is a cheaper one no, I'm not interested in all that yeah it's still a passion hobby at the end of the day because <laughs> I think on, on this aspect as musicians 
wanting to try something is kind of innate to buying an instrument or mm. you kind of want to hold it in your hands and try it and make sure it's the right feeling makes you resonate a certain way that's true so I think that's because I was just reading this about like brick and mortar kind of models mm. that naturally technology is, is kind of influencing this whole it is. paradigm shift it is but I do feel like people still want to like especially that's why you open the showroom and I think that's beautiful mm. people want to come down and try stuff before deciding like to part with their cash for something so personal as sound correct or like instrument you know, like. correct wow and you know with me in the showroom you know I, I shorten their learning curve a lot mm. like for example uh, like for example Asabi Jackson Audio Asabi like you, Ooh, you I love, love that, that I, I remember you love that a student of mine just bought that from you I think was he doing? yes ah yes he yes. says hi he, he says hi he other one yeah <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, if doing, if you're watching, you know, hi. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, uh, the Asabi, for example, uh, if I didn't tell you, like, oh, the top three rows is for this, top bottom three rows is for this, mm. you can switch the clipping or that. If I don't go through with you like that, you're going to spend maybe 30 minutes reading the manual. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's so boring, right? It's just much easier if somebody teaches you. Just press, 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 and then you can get this tone, you can get that tone, yeah. So, that's, I feel, one of the perks. Oh, but I love that you you mentioned how brick and mortar and uh, the technology are merging. Mm, mm. Like I, I think have you read the recent news? There's this Cheers open. Cheers che- is it? I, I, was it Cheers? I think it's Cheers. One of yeah. those chains, right? Or is it Seven Eleven? Uh, I think Cheers. Uh, they opened this store okay. where there's no employees inside. Mm. You go in, you pick a potato chip out, and then you just walk out. Yeah, you just walk out, and oh, then wow. you deduct from your card. Oh, I see. I <coughs> so see. of course there's some registration before that, but. Once you oh, got that's past very it. interesting. Yeah. You go in, take your coke, you just walk up. Right. You automate to that extent. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And it is true, it's merging. Yeah. Mm, and I, I see, I, I see uh, just between you and me, I think uh, that can be used for pedals, you know? Yeah, yeah I you think so You go in, too. you jam, one, two hours, you mm. you walk out, uh, may- maybe uh, with, with a pedal, then we'll just deduct from your thing. Yeah. That I don't even have to be there to... <laughs> you know, open a room for you, that kind of thing. And you can, a lot of people, I realise, like to have that personal mm. space when trying pedals. Yeah, they don't yeah. like people pressurising. Yeah, so, it's, it's, yeah, it's one of my fu- future, future, future plans. And it sounds exciting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the possibilities are exciting there. Right. I, I can envision it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't seem impossible. Yeah. Well, that's exciting, man. That's exciting. It needs a lot of moolah. Because <laughs> I guess with automation this way, one hand is like, okay, people are losing jobs. But on the other hand, mm. then they can do more Indeed. Ty- more things with their time. Indeed. You know what I mean? So it's interesting. I'll think about this beyond this conversation. <laughs> Let, let's segue a bit into like, the guitar tech side of things. Mm. And... I would love to talk about it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Can you share with us? Okay, so so from both sides, the retail side and the tech side. Mm. Any stories okay, that you want to share about? <laughs> Be it great stories, horror stories. I think people like <laughs> listening into someone else's experiences so they can live vicariously through them, you know, whatever that means. Okay, okay. I, I agree. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh let, let's talk about Equinox first, the e commerce side. Okay, okay. Um, I have been very privileged to meet with a lot of uh, uh, working class musicians like yourself and some are like the A-listers I think the highest of this whole pyramid <laughs> it would be this guy called Ken C. yeah yeah you know him? I don't know him but yeah. I, I everyone's <laughs> Everyone heard of him, him I think 
I think so. Yeah. Uh, he is JJ Lin's producer. Amazing. And that guy is always guessing. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what guess is, is uh, it's acronym for gear acquisition syndrome whereby <laughs> you keep buying a lot of gear. Yes. He's always guessing. He always asks me, "Hey Jacob, I'm just saying this, this, that, that." And if you don't know what else to buy, hey Jacob, what else do I buy? <laughs> <laughs> what else do I do with my money? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in a way. But he always tells me at the end of the day it's for work. Mm-hmm. And and I think, yeah, that, that's a... How many people can say that, right? You buy 10 pedals and go like, it's for work. Yeah. I, I would say it, but nobody would believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I see him, like, sometimes, like, uh, Stephanie's son has a Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. And I open it, I'll say, hey, he's in the background. And uh, hey, he's using the pedals that he got the other day. Uh. And, and I feel a sense of achievement in that. Like, hey, I, pl- I played a part in this, mm-hmm. in a way. Vicariously, yeah. Vicar- no, you you're in a tone coach in this. <laughs> I I guess so. I I guess uh unknowingly until you pointed it out, then I realized hey maybe I am a tone coach. Pedal being yeah. tone coach. <laughs> yeah, so uh the equinox I managed to meet people like that and that is awesome. Yeah, that, I I I love meeting working class musicians like yourself, because I feel I'm making an impact in the arts culture in Singapore. Then uh of course, uh on the op- opposite end. <laughs> there have been very uh, terrible um, customers who think that uh, like we owe them a living kind <coughs> of thing <laughs> um, most vividly I remember is that there was this customer he was actually um, based in Australia mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a bit coming back to me he bought this uh, Petronix pedal um, and it was one month already that means it's past the one-to-one return warranty policy mm. and he goes like uh, uh, it's 40 yeah so we, we were like okay uh, although it's past you know we'll extend it you just ship it back to Pictronics for repair he'll ship it back to you and then we'll pay for all the expenses so mm. the only thing you lose is time and, and we're sorry about that mm. but he was like no you pay me the full price of this pedal and I still want a brand new one. Then I'm like, oh, how does that make sense for anybody? <laughs> right? mm. So oh, that, that was very nasty. And then uh, he left like one star reviews. And, oh, no. and you know, for e-commerce, yeah. we kind of depend heavily on reviews. Yeah. So that was that was actually three years back. Uh, I, I, I cannot remember the fine details, but I just remember it was a stressful period. Mm. Like how do I make him happy? While not uh, you know, destroying this month's whole sales and and mm. and hindering mm. our growth or that, yeah. So, uh, but but this is like really a very small portion. Most mm. of the people I meet, uh, people like yourself, super nice, super encouraging. Yeah. Oh, there's this guy who always picks up the his order at my place, mm-hmm. but he'll always opt for the uh, two hours delivery, which costs fifteen dollars more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's his way of saying, "Hey, he's your tip." Yeah. I see. Oh, that's yeah. that's beautiful. He he works in he works in uh Stanchard. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> I wonder if he's watching this. <laughs> yeah. So um, most of the people I meet, you know, are nice people mm. like yourself, and it motivates me to bring Equinox to greater heights. Okay. Now to tech works. This is where the juicy stuff starts. I, tell you. I have met, uh, again, both ends. <laughs> really good customers. Uh, like when he come to pick up his guitar, I remember Evan, he brought like, like 12 chicken wings or something for my family because wow. he came at dinner time. I see. You know, I'm like, whoa, that, that's so nice. Yeah. And uh, it, it's not about the chicken wing, it's about the gesture. 
and then there's others who, who I'll tell them hey I need a bit more time because I feel like uh, that, that's I can do a bit more mm. I feel like something I want to redo this part mm. and then they go like oh, sure sure yeah and time is always the most precious to me because this kind of work it takes I, I need time to make it to a degree of perfection that I feel yeah I can pass it back to a client mm. so yeah understanding clients I appreciate that and then the nasty clients <laughs> nasty clients are like uh, <laughs> do tell wow okay this guy he sent in a Les Paul I, I'm sorry uh, I, I hope I'm not boring people with this story <laughs> nah go for it I will yeah. curate time okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, this guy sent in his last ball. Did an electronics overhaul, changed mm-hmm. all the ports. I did it for him. Okay. Then he brought it back. And ever since, uh, it's like whenever he's, he don't get, his last ball doesn't sound like what he had in mind. Like, like, he, like maybe the, the treble is missing or something like that. Mm. He will always blame me first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, mm. it has happened three times. Okay. So, he, he said, he texted me, hey, Jacob, the, the highs are suddenly gone. Mm. I, uh, I I usually come in chorus then uh, I'll roll up the volume and then it should cut through but this time it didn't cut through mm. so uh, I, I just told him okay do you check the tone port or, or your pedals or that then he said check already then two days later he come back and tell me hey it turns out my travel booster wasn't on <laughs> uh, yeah so the guitar is perfect it's fine I'm like, okay yeah glad everything worked out then next week he comes back to me again hey Suddenly the tone is missing. So, and then mm. the same thing repeats. And mm. it turns out he didn't on some, on his buffer or something. Mm. So, every time uh, his guitar doesn't kind of sound right, he blames me first before checking the rig. Even mm. to today, he's still doing it. <laughs> but I, I've learned to deal with it. Lah. So, recently, he texted me again like, eh, uh, my Telecaster, uh, suddenly the, the highs are not there again. This time, I don't reply first. I give you a day. Then he, Texted me again. <laughs> I didn't reply. He texted me again. Oh, okay. I didn't on this, this, this. <laughs> no, very, very nice. You recognize yeah. a pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I didn't want to point out to him lah. Uh, it was a, a bit frustrating on my end. Mm. You know, all the you can't just blame me for everything, <laughs> right? Uh, even things like outside of what I did. Like I only did this one. Then he goes like the action is high. Mm. I only did electronics, bro. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> set up your guitar. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh dear. Right. So he, he just thinks that I am responsible for everything. Oh, yeah. So that was mm. ah, that's the that's the epitome of um um bad customers, <laughs> I guess. Because I think two things. Number one is the the weight of the customer's words or perspective, which kind of reflects in that one star review and also in this yes. his perspective of your role in his mm. transaction of money to you yes, for service correct. it kind of is very skewed this is a very skewed perspective that everything mm. is your fault yes correct correct and the other thing is the second thing that I was thinking about is you are a guitar technician it's a skill set that you develop over years yes but then you also have to now develop people skills and you know like how to deal with various sorts of humans mm. while still doing the expertise Correct. the expert work that's required of your role indeed yeah so it's not just the hands on yeah it's a communication mm. catering to what, what they need and all which, that which yeah. draws us back to that leadership thing in, in uni University. and all that amazing indeed, yeah. so I guess that's yeah. one big thing about it comes in a full circle yeah right <laughs> if, if you remain open it's always going to be open to you so these qualities that mm. you gain yeah man wow 
Thanks, Redon. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just painting the whole picture. It's yeah. amazing. It's all, it all comes in place, yeah. Like, yeah. A question I have for you is, mm. what what do you think is flourishing in, in Singapore, you know, as a music industry? Because I definitely feel mm. like your entry into the industry has been a source of support for many musicians. Mm. From cables to... Because now your cables, I use your cables. Mm. The cables ever go faulty. I can just get it repaired. Yes. For life. I'm like, life whoa, yes. that's a game changer. Yeah. So, so I mean, there's this one minute level <laughs> that you you do, you know? Correct. But what, what do you feel is flourishing? And then maybe mm. the other aspect of the question is, what do you think probably needs some care and attention? Wow. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm happy you brought up the Solus cables because it was... Uh, it's more than just a product. It's our way of uh, addressing exactly a problem that we saw in this, uh, mm. you know, industry. I guess, like right. yeah. So cables were traditionally made to be used and throw away, and we we didn't want that anymore. We we go like we don't want people to be frustrated about their rig, so we created solar cables right. that comes with lifetime warranty. Mm. You don't have to buy another cable. You just get this one anytime. It's always come back to me. Yeah, exactly as you described. So that was uh, one thing we we were seeing that a lot of uh, guitarists are spending a lot of money on cables, which shouldn't really be the way. And that was also one solution we came up for the industry. Yeah, uh, but if you're talking about arts in general in this industry, well, actually, I think uh, I I would like to quote uh, John Sir. You know, Sir Guitars, oh, yeah, yeah. John Sir. Yeah. He, he had this quote, and I loved it. Given the amount of gear and technology in the pedals and guitars in the today's music world, mm-hmm. if your tone still sucks, go back to practice. I've seen this quote, yeah. 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 <laughs> so what he's saying is that there's no way uh, anyone will sound bad with the plethora of options we have now. Yeah, if you really sound bad, it means you suck. <laughs> you need to practice. And that's a problem, Redon. We have so many toys now mm-hmm. that a lot of people forget to practice. Mm. Myself included. <laughs> Myself included. I've been playing the same four chord song since like three years ago. <laughs> yeah. It is true. Uh so uh, and then um so that that's one thing. Uh uh and the other thing that I think needs to be addressed is I think you feel it as a musician also. Mm. That I think you guys are underpaid somehow. Underpaid. <laughs> mm. Spotify gives you what? Uh, uh, can I? Is it okay? Okay, so, oh, of so course, say man. Spotify. That's <laughs> global. <laughs> ah, okay. So it's local and maybe okay. Yeah. It pays like 0.0003. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. This artist I work with, uh, Vincent, mm. he, his handle is Valiance. He writes great music. Does mm. one acoustic guitar, one sofa, Sunday afternoon music. I love his music. He loved creating music. But he threw, I think, 3K to creating an album. Mm-hmm. It has been two years and he still has not break even. Not mm-hmm. even close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, that demotivates him to continue mm-hmm. writing music. Mm-hmm. And everybody loses. Yeah. Everybody so loses. Where, where does all the money go to then, right? Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's rough to make this sustainable. It is. Especially beyond that first product. Correct. Because then you can see the results of that first product reflected in time and money. And yeah. Then like, okay, should I keep going? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's that's rough. 
That's yeah. a question. That is a question. And and that guy ah, uh, that Vincent ah, uh, he he's been featured on a lot of uh, articles. He got more mm. than, I think he got, I think more than ten k or more than hundred k streams already. Oh well, I see. And he's still not even close to break even eh. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah. So. But I think that also comes into play that now all of us artists who are introverts have to think about monetization mm. in a way that puts us at the forefront of branding. Let's say Patreon mm. and whatever correct like merchandise and, and correct. which is a bit strange to me some some are on kickstarter yeah right, right. <laughs> for your next album what <laughs> it's it's it's, yeah. it's a question i've been thinking about because mm. all of us are kind of introverts i guess in the first place that's yes. why we're doing this yes but now right. we gotta brand ourselves and earn money correct because we can't earn money correct. through streams and things like that correct. 100k plus streams are still not it's still anything not even, isn't it yeah, yeah i know this about spotify it's madness um, yeah. On that note, on every, not on, in every episode, mm. we have a musical performance. Okay. And we are going to feature today this band named Hijack Haley. Mm. We had an open call for performances, for performers to submit their demos. Mm. And we received like over a hundred entries. Okay. So this next band is, I think, my favorite entry. Oh. I shouldn't say that actually. No favorites. They're all my favorites. But they are kick-ass, man. I saw them playing here live. And I feel like they're one of the most exciting new things I've seen oh. in Singapore. So, on that note, please uh, take it away, Ryan. I hope you enjoy their song called Burning Bridges. Yes. Friend of mine, who just gone with the wind. 
Alright, so I hope you enjoyed Hijack Haley's song Burning Bridges. Uh, Jacob's uh, being cute. <laughs> <laughs> he is cute. Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> A question mm. I'd like to ask at this juncture is. Because we always mm. have a target person in mind. I don't want to say audience, person, mm. which can be an audience. Someone who's graduating from secondary school, maybe, or starting poly soon. Mm. And also having visions of entering Singapore's music industry mm. and maybe down the path that you took, which is music retail and entrepreneurship of having your own guitar tech line repair, you know, all these things. What yeah. advice would you have for someone like that? Well, first of all, I emphasize again, I have said it earlier, but Good I emphasize bad. again. This is not a money-making industry. <laughs> You're better off selling chicken rice and then <laughs> selling off that brand for like maybe $1 million uh, instead of yeah, selling pedals. But if you think this is your passion and you want to do it for the rest of your life, make gear part of your life itself, um, I would say you need to find a differentiation. Yeah. Mm. So I, I always encourage people to just uh, go for entrepreneurship even if they are going to be my competitors, but mm. you need to find a uh, differentiation. Yeah, we are all doing, I think, different things. We have covered actually most, if not all of what this industry needs. So it's up to you now to go and find what is missing and mm. then use that to penetrate the market. Yeah. For guitar tech, okay, this one is uh, advice that I give to almost everybody. Okay, if you want to be a guitar tech, okay, YouTube videos make a lot of the repairs look too easy. I cannot emphasize this enough. So mm. many people go to YouTube and go like, oh, that's how they did a refresh. I'll do mine. And then the whole fretboard is gone. And then they come to me and I have to charge them double mm. because I need to fix them. It's double the time. It's just, everybody's not happy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, learn from someone proper. Uh, I, I would love to teach, but Honestly, I do not have the time. Mm. Yeah, I'm, in the day I'm doing Equinox and at night I'm repairing. Eventually, I maybe. Eh? Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. That'll be, yeah. that'll be beautiful. Trying to work towards that. Yeah, learn from someone respectable. Hone your skills before you start offering to others. Yeah, outside. And uh, I'm glad you bring this up. Just digress a little bit. It really pisses me off each time I see on like Carousel someone's offering some new setup. Mm. Like this, this guy never heard before. He probably watched some YouTube video last night. And then decided, oh, I'm a guitar tech now. And then he starts offering his services out there. Oh, goodness, that irritates the heck out of me. Mm. Kind of, because he's using the term guitar tech. So it's like kind of putting himself in the same as us. And then he just, what? <laughs> ah, yeah, it's mm. just degrading, I feel. <laughs> and for artists, songwriters, musicians like yourself, uh, I cannot emphasize this enough as well. You cannot just stay an introvert and just keep writing your songs. You have to know the basics of marketing yourself. Branding, okay? You've got to put yourself out there. Uh, know what content to post on your IG, FB, uh, and, and all the other platforms. What captures your audience. Uh, oh, try using TikTok. I think it's working out for a lot of musicians. Yeah, you need to know the basics of marketing yourself. You cannot escape it. Yeah, you can't go like... No, but I just want to write songs. No, you will stay like hidden forever. There's too many of us. You need to differentiate yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 my advice. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's very wholesome advice. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
Maybe the last question I have for you mm. before we end things today is, what's on the horizon for you? Oof. Um, like you said, I I hope one day I can go into like maybe teaching law theory, mm. and uh, actually, I'm. I am looking to expand Equinox big enough that I can have somebody take over the day-to-day operations because it's like running a shop, right? Mm. That I can hand over. But if you want your guitar to be repaired by Jacob Lai, I cannot hand that over. I mean, <laughs> I am Jacob Lai, right? So, uh, I wish to go back to repairing like full-time while mm. I hand over Equinox, yeah. So that's in the horizon. But, uh, of course, if you were asking about brands, I cannot review too much, mm-hmm. but we already have four confirmed brands lined up. Wow, wow. And it's not just pedals. Amazing. Uh, some parts that you can chung on your guitar. guitar. Yeah. Amazing. And they are famous brands. So I'm going to leave it as that. <laughs> oh, exciting times, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh. Okay. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Redwan. I, I, I paint a clearer picture of your right. existence. <laughs> Thank now. you so much. Such a strange way to end, right? It, I paint a clearer picture of your existence in my yeah. life now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like as if I gave some motivational talk. I feel like you did, you know. Really? You I just shared my did. life. That's all. <laughs> right, right. And that's the whole point. Your life is motivational and inspiring. Wow. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Ridwan. This is a podcast where we interview practitioners from our industry. Right now it's music industry. And we've interviewed sound engineers, arts managers, musicians. Who else have we interviewed? Educators. And I think towards the second half of the year, we're going to start delving into theatre and dance as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Thank you, Jacob, for your time. Thanks, Redwan. Please follow us on all our social medias. Um, I'll forget something. So just like InsingSG, Instagram, Facebook. I think that's it. LinkedIn. Yes, LinkedIn. Is it going to be here? I hope so. Click, click here. (laughs) Ryan, is he going to be here? <laughs> it's not. Oh, it's not. It's not. Okay. But Just I'm ready. InSync SG on any social that you use. I, I meant to clap. I meant to clap. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. See you next one. See ya.